is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, well, welcome everybody to the Schaefer Baseball Report. Good to see you, Ray. Good to see you, Andrew. Good to see you. In Absolutely. this 60-mile-an-hour uh, windstorm. Hurricane. Yeah, man, it blew screens, everything all over the place. Andrew, Andrew texted us. I know, he was scared this morning. He's scared. We was almost kidding. Little, little yeah. tiny Mustang. Yeah, kinda, kinda, it's kinda. like Dorothy, you know, like pick up things like from the Wizard of Oz, pick up things and blow you away. The f- you know, our, yeah. our, our uh, fans on the you know, they would have been very mad if Andrew uh, had canceled. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have canceled. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Mustangs like the wind. Do they really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, did you guys watch the World Series? Uh, of course. Uh, it's, unfortunately, I did not. So I didn't watch. I didn't watch much of baseball all year long. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, you know, it was tough. I mean, it, you know, there's guys up and down. Got you know, it was just it was just a weird thing to watch. Yeah, um, no fans in the stadium, whatever. But um, I did watch the World Series. I seen the last game. I seen Game Seven, a uh, six. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we had you know Alex Wood from Charlotte. Uh, two Charlotte guys. Seager from Charlotte. Yes, sir. For me, you had Cleric from Maryland, and you had uh, Lau from Maryland. Wow. So both Cleric was on the Dodgers. So three Dodgers that I knew and uh, that we know, and uh, and a and a Devil Ray. It's not even a Devil Ray anymore. It's a Ray. Remember, yeah. it should be Devil Rays, and they had to change it. Uh, Tampa yeah, Bay Devil Rays. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I like that logo when they had when they were the Devil Rays. I, I don't like the logo now. It looks no, like, it just looks like a like a splat of paint or something. Like that, <laughs> right? Doesn't it? Yeah. You know, it looks like they let everybody wear whatever kind of socks they want to wear now. So yeah. they're not completely in uniform. Socks, whatever shoes, you know, you could put, you know, put logos on the shoes. They'd get fined later, but, you know, they could do whatever they want. Yeah, they got enough money. They'll take a fine. Travis take uh, a hit, uh, you know. Bauer, you know, he put the, he, he made his cliques, you know, make it fun of um, Carrera and he got fined. Yeah, well, that wasn't making fun. He was just talking, speaking the truth. Yeah. Making fun is a joke. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was. I thought it was a good World Series. I thought. I thought, I thought. You know, it was. It was played well. We saw. You know, the best of the best. You know, one of the interesting things in that whole series was there was only one African American guy on the entire yes. on both rosters. Both rosters. Yep. So you know, and he was the most exciting. I mean, he's the most exciting player out there too. Like, yeah. Mookie no, Betts is like great just player. Phenomenal. He's all over Probably the place. Probably second round yeah. for the MVP, right? Yeah. Behind who? Whoever who won the MVP? Oh, you mean in the World Series? Yeah, that's overall what I'm saying. Season. No, no, no. Yeah, World Series MVP. Seager. Seager. Seager won it in the playoffs too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, Guys got hot at the right time. I mean, how about the guy from the Rays? I mean, what he? What? How many hits did he? Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah. Arizona. I no way. He was a Cardinal. Yeah. 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 Cardinals got rid of him. But you know what I love about his approach? That he sprayed the ball all over the field. He wasn't a one-dimensional hitter like home run or bust. I mean, he'd go backside, short, short to the ball, short to the I ball, mean, base it up the middle. Couldn't sneak a fastball by him. No. It was. Was. Getting ahead in the count and getting good pitches to hit. That's what that's what that's what baseball is about. I mean, hitting right, like you know, what I mean, hit it. Timing, you know? Listen, everybody says you want to hit, you got to get a good pitch to hit. Yeah. You're not going to hit if you don't get a good pitch to hit. And and he's uh and you know, listen, he put the ball all over the field between a five six hole, right field, up the middle, over the oh, fence, yeah. everywhere. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And I mean, listen, if if guys are trying to, and he can run, and he can run. I mean, it was yeah. just it was fun to watch him hit. It was fun to watch him again. They tried to steal home. You know, oh yeah, game, that was that was a bang bang play. If if Kershaw, that, that's amazing though, right? Left handed, it goes into this big funky wind up thing, or you know his, his yeah. stretch, you know, and he takes off when he's up here, and Kershaw's got the uh, the wherewithal to step off the mound. Oh, I know with the back you know? foot. So I'm thinking the first baseman, they, yeah, had they've worked be. on that. They worked be. on that, right. and he's screaming step off, and they, yes. they've done it before because yeah. 
that's too that that's just crazy to, to do it instinctually um you know we i mean kids certainly can't do that kids rattle you know in those situations oh yeah and and uh, and, 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 and the world series game and he threw a perfect strike to 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 get him out if that ball's up out of the zone whatever it's, it's a stolen base and uh, i don't know that that changes the course of things but so you know one of the, the big controversy there's two controversies going on one's not a controversy one's a fact and the other one is the controversy is with pulling snell well here's my here's my opinion on that corona got him they got the report in the sixth inning that he had corona and they took him out no no no, no, no i'm just turner. i know i'm turner. joking it's a they joke took turner out. yeah they took turner, but that's why yeah. that's, why would you take snell out 75 yeah. pitches Nine Ks. No, I mean it's, one hit. It's, it's Conerta. Yeah, the nerds. Oh my God! It's 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 kind of you know like you're saying like it, the game is not being managed anymore or is, there's no feel to the game or managing with your eyes, right? No zero feel. Like there's like guys seventy five pitches. Yeah, yeah. So, how, how do you take them out? So Trent Thornton, you know Trent. Yeah, yeah. Trent pitches with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, he's Ray. A, uh, he's a Charlotte kid. Been yeah, Ray catches bullpen for him in the wintertime. And we were. Uh, we're going, I'm going to physical therapy for my, my leg down at Architect Sports, and Trent's in there because his arm blew out this year, and he's oh, getting his training. So oh, he's fine. He'll, oh. be, he'll be good. Um, so we were talking. We talked a couple, you know, about a week ago. It's like, who do you pick? And I just said the Dodgers are just, yeah. you know, they're battle-tested. You know, they, they have too many veterans in the lineup. They, you know, that's going to be the team to beat. I, I got I to gotta pick yeah. them. Um, you know, but we were, you know, we were talking about Pulling still, I walked in, I saw him yesterday. I'm like, see, he told you. And he was, you know, I was like, yeah. He's like, what the heck, you know? I mean, now this is a big league guy, yeah. right? Yeah. This is a big league pitcher right now. And, you know, it was basically, people don't understand, like, the nerds that are in the game, the sabermetrics guys, like, what it means to get in the zone. And all of us have been there at one point or another. Now, the great ones get there more often than, you yeah. know, than everybody else. But every athlete that's played at that level, eventually, you know, you're there because you've had those moments where mm -hmm. you get in the zone and you just... You dominate. I mean, I've been times to the dish where I've had 25 straight at bats and the ball looked like a freaking balloon. And everything you swung at, you just barreled that's, up. You know, and you that's had, a great feeling. Oh man, you had big, you know, you had, you had, you had big streaks. You know, and um, I had 10 consecutive hits in college. Really? At Maryland, I had 10 consecutive hits, and it was just amazing. It's just like, and you know, you saw the ball well. Yeah. You know, it just seemed like you were getting great pitches to hit the that's whole true. time. Um, so here's this guy that is absolutely dominating. He's blowing the lineup away. And when you see people like Mookie Betts and Seager, who's, you know, yeah, who got twice in that, in yeah. that scenario, right? Um, you know, like, look at, walking away after punching out going, oh, good God, you know, yeah. what, what do we run into It's going to be here? a long day. What do we run into here? So the whole theory of, you know, the third time through the lineup, because Cash came out of the dugout and he went to the pen right away. He didn't even go talk to him. He came two. He came two steps out of the dugout and he pointed to the pen. So that you know, already set. No. So now on the way, his Snell's like, "What the frick, man? You think you're going to come out here? Let's let's talk about this hit. No, I mean, you only no. gave up a base hit. You gave up yep. two hits. You struck out nine and seventy five pitches. And seventy five <laughs> pitches. He was pissed. Yeah, and the guy they're going to go get has been has set a record for most consecutive appearances in the so, playoffs. In the playoffs, and mm -hmm. he's you know he's he's fried, man. It's not the same. This, not the same dude. This this postseason. Relief pitchers had more innings than starter pitchers. Crazy, right? That's a crazy stat. That's just it's just ridiculous. It's just it's amazing. I thought I thought for sure when Snell was dealing, I'm like, holy cow, we may possibly see a CG in the World Series. And if they would have went Game Seven, it would have been a different series. Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. Eating the best lineup in baseball alive. Yep. How do you not push that scenario? That's right. You just push it. Okay. Yeah. Now now if he gets in trouble in that situation, it's his game to lose. Well, it, it, that's his inning to lose. Yes. Not, not, not so much his game at that point, right? That's his inning to lose. So he put, gives up a base hit. 
he could get a double play ball in the next pitch. He could punch out three guys. He was in that zone. Something, something, something. was going to happen. But, you know, you hook him, a Cy Young Award winner, right? Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the best pitchers in the game. Yep. He wants the ball. You know, if you've ever heard this guy talk, um, you know, he's, he's a gamer, man. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not out here just to get five and go home. You know, yeah. I'm out here to shove on some people. Well, that's, that's why they went straight to the bullpen because the, the manager know, knew if he walked to the mound, he was going to be – there was no way that Snell was going to be like, okay, bring him in. Like, yeah. It was going to be it was gonna be a strong conversation. Snell was going to yeah. be like, get the hell out of here. Well, you know, listen, Cash is going to wear this one, man. I mean, listen, it, he is – this is not going to be a good – this is he, – he's going he's to relive that moment. It's like Buckner. Yeah. Oh God! Right, it's yeah. like Grady Little going out and leaving Pedro Pedro uh, Martinez in. You know, I mean, there's those moments in the game. Those one, you know, you don't show up to the park thinking this is gonna be this is gonna define me for the rest of my my baseball life. You know, it does with Grady. Um, you know, it, it certainly. You know, we could, but we could go back to the past three World Series, right? Like, hey, which teams won? Right. Um, uh, last year, the Nationals had a fill. They just got yeah. hot, and they just played good baseball. And they had a fill for the game, and they, they, they just won the World Series. Where the Dodgers and uh, everyone else, you know, Houston, everybody's playing analytics, right? Yeah. Hey, we're in strategic. We're in the sixth inning. We got to go right-right matchup. We got to go left-left, yeah. you know. Take the emotion out of it. I mean, yeah. like, you, you're not That's playing. That's how you get your greatest moments. Your greatest moments of, the, you know, it's, what was that? There was, a, there was a, a football game years ago that I remember, Kellen Winslow. And he, and he, he, I don't know, he caught X amount of passes and touchdown passes and he was blocked because he was a tight yeah. end. And he was exhausted and they were dragging him off the field. And it was like one of those great moments. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it, it, that, you took something away from the game right there. Right. And the game is getting, the game, if the game gets that sterile, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to watch the World Series. I'm going to back off it at that level, not yeah. this level, because we get to teach and play yeah. and do whatever. But it's, it's these guys are, this is their job. I mean, come on. If you can't have a, a Cy Young winner, this is his last game of the year for 2020. He's not pitching for another four months. And it hasn't even been a full season. So yeah, like, yeah, not, yeah, exactly. Not, not, not he's burnt on 200 innings. This is, they're, they're peaking right now. Everyone should yeah. be peaking at this moment because it's like yeah. the third or fourth month of baseball. Yeah, he bit his lip, but he didn't bite his lip, at, you know, in the postgame. You know, it's just well, like, dude, it, makes, it, just, it made no sense to any baseball person. And that just goes to tell you who the puppets are. And the puppets are in the dugout right in the lineup. And that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. And I hate that, man. You know, uh, I mean, I, I, I hate that because, you know, the managers have feels too. It's, of it's, course. It's like sitting down at a poker table, right? Right? And you're playing, you're playing Texas Hold'em and you have like a jack eight. That's not a great hand. But I, man, I just got a feeling that you know something's gonna flop here, right? And That's so, it. so you go with it. And yeah. if it doesn't happen, then you know it doesn't happen. But you know, to me, to me, that was that was the inning for him to to lose. And if he wins that inning and gets that, he goes back out there again. Yeah. And then from that point forward, you're on a short leash. Oh, absolutely. But not then. Now, no. not, a, not 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 not. And the base hits they got with two ground balls up the middle or something like that. It wasn't even like they were smoked. And, right. it's, and, and, and I keep saying it's only 75 pitches. Come on. If yeah. it was at 125, yeah. 110, 115, yeah. they're like, hey, you know what? This is our you know, franchise pitcher, you know, Cy Young winner. We're not going to, you know, for nothing. We don't, yeah. we don't care. Yeah. We're not going to put it. We're not going to strain his arm. So Dodgers win. Yeah. Congratulations. Great, great team, man. Corey, Corey Seager, great, 
World Series. Yep. I mean, Mookie Betts, phenomenal to watch. Still think Mike Trout is the best player in the game. I agree. Um, but you know what? There's there's arguments there. You yeah. Know, as far as youth and youth and playoffs, and you know, and they both they both got big fat paychecks coming every week. <laughs> and they both body armor guys. You know, oh, hey, it must be go, something right? in the juice. There you, you go. Guys want to be you know in the juice. You, you know, you, you want to use that word with body armor? No, it's the juice. It's the juice. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's the juice. So, do we think the MLB playoff format's here to stay? I like it. Uh, I do like I, I, I like do it. like the format. I do yeah. I, I do like the format. I definitely uh, yeah. It was it was it was it was entertaining for yeah. at least you know. So I was just researching some stuff. It said MLB had a four point two percent increase in viewership this year, um, but the World Series was down. What do you guys think of that? Well, I think there's a lot going on now with college football and. You know, pro. I mean, I just politics. Think, yeah, it's like yeah, like stuff Corona. Really I mean, there's so much going it's a on. Tough where time of year. It's yeah. it's it, you know, we really can't judge as far as like oh, it's going backwards. I mean, listen, when when baseball was only game in town in the summertime, we. You know, I, I mean, that's why viewership was up. Well, and, and then also, yeah, I mean, that's right. If it's going all year round, people are into it. You know, they track the team all the way through, and I don't know. I mean, it's I, Texas Stadium was beautiful. I mean, great. I, I like the neutral site. Yeah, well, I, yeah. So explain. I didn't. I didn't understand that. I guess L.A., California. You know, with their COVID practices and everything. I guess if there's no there. fans, there's no really home field advantage or anything. You know, other than you get to go sleep in your own bed. Yeah. You know, yeah. Were they in a bubble like the NBA? I don't know if they were in a bubble. I don't think it was a bubble. I think they no, were just at the hotel. So. I think they they took they quarantined off floors, or they just kept the teams up with the families mm-hmm. up on the floors. And okay, you know, um, but what a beautiful stadium! And I told so Bill Allen, who's one of our donors here at uh, at Knothole um, is part owner of the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Texas Rangers. Oh, so okay. I said, Bill, I said the other the other day, man, I said that is a beautiful, beautiful stadium. He goes, it's amazing what 1.2 billion can build. <laughs> <laughs> they go big yeah, in Texas, go, huh? Oh my God, like, that thing, like, that thing is that thing's amazing. So, but you know, middle of the game, they pull Justin Turner. Oh yeah, and I'm thinking. Something is this guy hurt? Like, why is Diaz out of third yeah. base? I mean, he hasn't played. You, yeah. know, you get, get this salty vet. You're in a nut cut a game. Why are you pulling this guy? You know, I mean, Come something. Might, I'm thinking something might pull a hamstring or did yeah. something somewhere got hurt, and then uh, he had he had a well a here, positive test. Well, here's my here's my thought process on this whole thing, right? If they say before the game Justin Turner is positive of Corona, right? Not a whole Dodger team's got to go quarantine, yeah. right? Now they got to bring their players yeah. up from the taxi squad. Now those guys that hasn't played what's a, what's a squad? Squad. I, don't know. It's, I, I moved out to Waxo, so I got the swing. <laughs> hey. So you know, I think they, they waited to they waited till they seen that they had like like the game was they they kind of controlled the game and yeah. it was going in their favor to say hey now let's pull them and you know what we take the repercussions later on as it comes about but if they okay. say beforehand. It's there. But here's the other thing. Here's the other piece to that, right? If they say beforehand they can't play that game. Nobody right? can play. Okay. If they say it, if they say it, So if the Rays win that game, oh, it's, they don't play game seven. No. Uh, no. It's, 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 it's a tie it's in 2020. Pandora, Pandora's co, box. Co, just, co-world yeah. champions. COVID wins again. Yeah. No. It's, it's it, almost like the earthquake. You'd have to wait a certain period of time. Yeah, you know, remember that Oakland, Oakland. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Yeah. Oakland Dodgers, right? Oakland Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers. So, yep. um, no, it, and that's the thing. I just where, made that up. I don't know for sure it was what? the Dodgers. Yeah, I think it was the Dodgers. I don't that know. Was, Andrew uh, can research it. Yeah, you know. Goo goo, goo goo. But but yeah. it was a uh, uh, yeah. So they had to like play their cards right, and 
Only thing I say is like, hey, if if he did, I mean, listen, I get it. They, they won the World Series. He celebrated, but like, they should have like pulled him off of everything. Like, hey, well, he went back out. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, they should have pulled him. And then like, taking pictures and he's pulling he's his mask down out, and everything. He's like that. giving people. He's giving his wife kisses. He's giving everybody hugs. I mean, like, hey, if he has, if he's infected. Right, if you test a positive and you guys find on the sixth inning, like pull them away from everything. Like, hey, get them the hell out of there. Like, and you got to quarantine everything. That would, that would, yeah, I thought about that too. And then I saw the next day, I saw that he was out on the field afterwards because I'm thinking, man, this dude just won a World Series and he can't even celebrate with his team. He's got to go, yeah, go sit in a bubble somewhere. So that's Uh, so. Here's the third piece of the World Series. Okay, two things. I thought Manfred was drunk, and two, he was ready to cry because they were booing him. Who was booing them? Every five of the five fans that were in the stadium. <laughs> Did they have the music, the boo yeah, music? The boo music. Uh, no, whatever was there, they were booing him. And he was, you know, actually, yeah, they, they booed him. Man. Well, I think it hurts he's, more because there was no fans and you still get booed. He, listen, he doesn't care about the players. He, he doesn't. He's, he's, he's garbage. Well, listen. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a Manfred fan at all. So that, at, was, that, that was your third piece? That was 3.5. <laughs> I, gave you, I, gave you the, I gave you the booze and I thought he was drunk. <laughs> He was speaking like he was like, I'm like, is this guy stroking? Because that's how I was speaking when I stroked out. I'm like, hey, you <laughs> You know, like, is he going to lay down in the grass too? Oh, my. <laughs> they got to pick you up in a third base dugout. That's, oh, gosh, yeah. Oh. So, crazy, crazy stuff. So, um, HBCU. Mm-hmm. This weekend. Showcase this weekend. We have our, we got our streaming in. Yep. Right? So, Andrew and, and, and Alan Barnes are, are techie guys trying to figure that whole thing out. Um you know, this whole this whole facility is going to be different, said and done. But once it's all done, yeah, we have we have the streaming, and our streaming isn't a one camera stream. It is right now, but we're going to have the capabilities to go to three cameras uh, to capture the scoreboard. Oh, okay. Um, you know, the electronics that come off the scoreboard, so it'll keep score on the thing. Mm-hmm. We'll also be able to broadcast. Okay. On yeah. top of it, so it'll be a production. Do, do we have one in Santa Phil coming in? Or? I don't. We haven't decided where we would put the cameras. You know yet. Um, I think they're thinking one in the dugout, one in center, one here. Yeah, that'd be, so, that's, that's you know, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll figure it out. But, I mean, it, we've, you know, Andrew and I have had this conversation for quite a while. Um, you know, it's going to be cool because this will be, you know, like watching a real game. I mean, you can almost go ahead and have a, at some point, have a camera crew out there because we can do handheld stuff yeah. as well. And do interviews can, from the dugout. Yeah, right. but you can capture different angles. You could capture the game from different different ways and, um, it'll be it'll be legit. I could, mean, we, could we mic you up and hear what goes on in the dugout? Dude, you know, listen, I, I don't know how those guys could do it. Oh, my God. You know who I'd like to, ha- to mic up? Who? Is my wife, <laughs> Martine Masri, and um, Corinne Boyna. Really? Hike up the three moms behind the thing and listen to what goes on there. Why don't we just do that? Like, every week, just mic yeah, somebody no, else because, up. No, no. Listen, no. we just say, hey, there's no PC here. Like, no. listen, explicit language, yeah. you know what I mean? My wife can't speak that way. She can't. She's, she's, <laughs> she went to the University of Rhode Island where, the, you know, their English class starts with four-letter words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you it's, can get it. it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a rough household, man. It, listen, it's... it's, 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 it's you know, it's funny because that's how, I mean, that's how my family speaks and it's all just a matter of expression. It isn't a matter of like, oh yeah, I'm, listen, I'm cursing because it's cool. It's just, you can I mean, use that one word in several different forms. You could be mad, happy, and excited. Everyone, like I thought I heard the dog curse the other day. Yeah, they, I'm sure they do. Like, <laughs> they listen. Did. I'm like, what'd you say? <laughs> 
and it's not a matter of us just, you know, I think that's a New Yorker, you know what I mean? Like, you know, or the North, well, I don't know. The Northeast, but, and, yeah. and, and it's definitely it's New York. It's just an expression, like, you I know mean, what I mean? You know, I mean, we can't, I got buddies I text with all the time from New York, and they can't even text without dropping, you know, yeah. dropping it in there. But it's, mean, it's not like, you know, somebody in my household drops a, drops a, you know, a bomb, whatever it is, and, and you go like, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, my wife, I got to like, hey, you know, where'd you park your truck? You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. listen, you, you just yeah. keep digging yourself in. I know, like, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm done. I love you, babe. I love you so much. <laughs> got no pictures you know, in here. So yeah, she no, no, yeah, no pictures. Yeah, so. she's, she, now I've got to clean everything out of there, though. She's so, you know, pissed about that whole place. But, yeah, that studio was pretty good. That pool table worked out all right Oh, for yeah, us. yeah. You know, that, that, was, uh, that was fine. So the HBCU, this weekend, we got 100 and, 110, 115 players coming in from nine different states. No kidding. Yeah, nine different states. Uh, we're streaming everything out. I was up, I was up this morning at 430 in the morning pumping it out to every college up and down the East Coast. Um, I'll probably go ahead and do some more later on just so people come in and watch and, you know, see what we have going on here. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, so what time this weekend? Uh, it starts at 8. So we, have, we, have, we have two, we have two, two groups coming in, two different pro-style events, okay. uh, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. And then on Sunday, we'll do two simulated games. Mm. So everybody's going to get plenty of work. We'll break it down into groups of about 50. Um, and not, not all are going to be 50 because we have POs that will come in on the second day. But they're going to get a ton of ground balls, a ton of fly balls. I mean, it's, you know, our, our, our stuff isn't this garbage that you're paying $375 or $400 for. We're going to go and you're going to get four throws from the outfield. And you're going to get five ground balls. And you're going to get, you know, eight, eight, eight to ten cuts. And... And then you're going to expect somebody to evaluate you yeah. that way. We, we set up guys to hit fungos in between, you know, even during BP, where guys are taking hacks. We're, you know, we're, we're fungoing up. We have the machines that will shoot the fly balls and, uh, you know, while everything else is prepping. I mean, there's a lot of things that we have moving on. we got the cage. We'll have the, the, the front toss station. Oh, that's awesome. You know, guys, guys are in motion, man. It's always bothered me to go to these events. And some of these are, you know, these high-profile, they call them high-profile, mm -hmm. you know, they just got the marketing. Know, it's a high marketing events, you know, and they, you know, it, and people pay all kinds of crazy money to go to these things, and uh, and they end up because um, they think they're going to get ranked higher, and they think they're going to walk away with a scholarship. Ranked, yep, yeah. That's a, you know, we've had that conversation. That's another. That's another. That, that, that's that, another podcast. You know, that's a whole other thing. But so the HBCU, and mm -hmm. then Monday we have our CBC tryouts, which were Tuesday. pretty Tuesday. Yeah, election day. During election. By the way, I voted today. Congratulations. Yes. Want to ask me who I voted for? Uh, we all know. Pedro. <laughs> I voted for Pedro. Napoleon Dynamite, baby. <laughs> Vote for Pedro. I did. Vote for Pedro. There you go. So, interesting, though. I, you know, Zach wore his, uh, his Trump Pence hat. Okay. There. And, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, you know, people are going to eyeball him and do whatever. Everybody on the line was very respectful. Nobody said anything to him. And there was one girl looking at him like, you know, you're an idiot. She probably wanted him. No doubt about it. Yeah. You know, because she saw me and said, look, look at what you, this look, guy made. Look what he's going to be in 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Old and wrinkly and talks like this and <laughs> stroked out. Like, I got to have some of that. <laughs> hey, well, well, we got the cops pulling yeah, in. Yeah, that's Officer Presley. On? He comes okay. in here all the time. His son plays in the organization. Oh, it's perfect. He? Yeah, I love it when they sit up there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they made Zach take the hat off. No. Yeah. No way. Which, Who? Which, Who made him the, take the uh, One of the pollers, one, one of the voting people Why? inside there. Uh, Why? But, you know what? I, I get it. I think they may, you know, this, you know, it may incite something with somebody that's not, not all together and can't handle the fact that somebody has a different opinion. Are you kidding? Nope. 
But it was cool because it was Zach, Zach's first time voting. Oh, so, uh, so that, I'm, that I'm, is cool. I'm, I'm in there like I'm taking pictures. She's like, no pictures. You know, I'm like, oh shit. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, oh Zach, man. You <laughs> can I go? In, can I go in the booth with him? <laughs> you show up in a Trump Pence hat on. I'm taking pictures. They're like, yeah, the Schaefers are not allowed to vote ever again. <laughs> Ever again. It's this like, is, make sure we is, take his information about a star next yeah, to his name. This is done. This is done. That is so, too funny. A um, uh, couple things I want to go over. So, you know, I want to talk about projectability in a minute. But mm-hmm. I also want, I also want to, this is, this, is the, this is a sore subject with me right now. Um, but I'm going to bring it up. The longer I'm in this game, mm-hmm. the more I have become the one that trusts nobody. Right? Yes. Um, you think you can trust somebody? You do something. You do them a favor, right? Favor? What's that? You let kids play for them, just in a, in a certain no, tournament I, or whatever, right? Yeah. You do know, the right thing. Yeah. What's the right thing to do after that? You hey, be lo- you know, thank hey, you. You, yeah, thank me and like, hey, you know, can no, we do you this? Don't have to thank me, but you well, let can we do it again? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, can hey, we do it again? This right? was fun, you know. Or, yeah. How about offering the kid? Yeah. They offered the kid. Really? Yeah. Oh, they got an offer from that event. Oh, oh so they, oh, so so behind my back, they go call. Oh shit. Oh, excuse me. That's all right. It's 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 beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> You're late, Andrew. <laughs> we don't have we don't have the thirty second delay here. <laughs> you no, know, no, no. So, so yeah, so that you know, I mean, so it gets to that point there. It's like you know what, I I, I take pride in the fact, and it, and it and it bites us from time to time, right? It, mm-hmm. it does. It it bites from time to time, and I can honestly sit here and say, in all the years, which is fifteen years that we've been doing this, and probably 13, 14 years that we've had teams. I've never, ever, ever approached a kid and said, hey, you need to, you know, you want a spot over here? You want to come over here? You want to do this? Never, right? I could vouch for that. But I deal with the majority of people that do that. Of course. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a cutthroat. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm bitter. You know, I'm, I'm pissed off. I feel bad for the kid that he got put in that spot. Um, but you know what? If, if, if that's, you know, if, if, if that's how it goes down, that's how, that's how it goes down. But the adults in this game, you know, these people are doing these things. It's just, it's just disgusting. It, it, it really is. It's really sad. That's why I wish it goes back to the days where, you know, I grew up with North Patchogue Medford Youth Athletic yeah. Association. That was, and all the guys that I grew up with playing in, the, in, you know, from the time I was in Little League to the time I was in high school. You came up with buddies and got stories for years. Dude, and you, and you competed, and you played against, you played town, and then you played on your high school team. Yeah. It's, it, it's not the landscape, and I get it. And I understand why these high school coaches try to keep their guys together as best they can. Um, but, you know, when you do that now, you don't put the better talent with the better talent. So I have to ask, what was the, log- what was the reasoning from the well, parents? Well, here's the other part. Here's the, here's the other part. It's a, that's not the parents. The coach that did this, right? The coach that yeah. did so, but I, the parents got to I agree. Have this, I have this conversation. I have this conversation with, with, with the dad and the kid. And I love these guys. They're, yeah. they're great guys, man. The kid's a good player. Uh, the father's been, you know, wonderful. There's no, there's no issues there, right? Yeah. So I, I, I walk out of the meeting, and I'm, I'm, I'm burning, man. I'm, I'm of pissed. Course. I'm yeah, pissed, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, the loyalty, the whole the thing. You know, I mean, everything. We put time yeah. into him. The kid's Absolutely. committed now. He's, a, you know. And um, there's a text on my phone. Hey, I want to talk to you about a couple things, and you know, hey, the coach. and by the way, I want to offer Dylan, my son, a spot on my team. You know, you want to see your son too. I'm like, dude. So now I'm really pissed. I'm like, I run an organization. I've had an organization for 14 years. I got major league coaches all around my kids. Like, you really think that I even would have considered? You don't want my kid. You want, yeah. You wanted to make yourself feel better about what you just did. Yeah, That's all you did. Yeah. That's all you did. That's right. Um, 
So, you know, I, I, I sent a text saying, hey, dude, no, we're, you know, we're done. You crossed my line. Take my phone. You know, that, I, that's it. Don't, don't call me. Don't contact me ever again. You know, no favors done. But the sad part about it, it's, it's I, and, you know, I've, I've hybrided with, I've shared players with another organization once before, and, and I was down there coaching with this guy, too, um, in the dugout with him. And I had a vibe. You know, I had a vibe like, mm, you know, I've been around him, I've talked to him, but I've never spent time with him, mm -hmm. never been in a dugout with him. And it all became about him, you know, and not about the kids. Yeah. And that's, you know, th you know, that that's the part right there. Um, well, there's so many coaches like that, right? Like they have to control the whole game. They call they, every single listen, pitch. And I, wa I want to give kudos to the guys that are not like that, because I do deal with guys in, around here there's that, a lot that's not like that, that, just, yeah. that, that, that don't go down that road. But you know what? What it comes down to, Ray, is that, you know, first of all, I always look at it this way. You must not have been a very good player if you need to take these kids and do that other stuff to make the identity, you, yeah. your identity in this game. If you can't live with the type of player. This, yep. Exactly. Yep. So, right? So that's it. The other part of it is you're the most insecure dude I've ever met. May, you may come off as a as a as a hot as job. an aggressive yeah, yeah. bravado, whatever like that. But you know you can't walk you can't walk down this path going you know one and one and three in a weekend and knowing that you did right by the kids and and they're better. Mm -hmm. You know they learn something along the way and they're yeah. going to project out better and they in the end it's all going to be better. You know because you think everybody's looking at you going oh my god you know well, you yeah. one and four whatever it's like, yeah after after every weekend do you remember what you did i couldn't tell you what our record was this year and it's good i know that we won a lot of games <laughs> it's good. i mean i know that and i know that the games that we lost we beat ourselves yeah we didn't get beat you know i know that um but i couldn't tell you what our numbers was i can't tell you what my statistics were as a player you know, I really, I can tell you I hit two home runs in the big leagues because that's easy to remember. <laughs> that's why you wore number two? No, I, I got lucky with that one. I didn't, I didn't even want number two and I got lucky. That was before number two was like chic. That was before Jeter. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. So, I, so I set the tone for Jeter. I forgot to tell you that. Oh, yeah. Jeter said, I want Shafe's number. Okay. I'm like, that's a good call, buddy. You got that right. You got that right. So that's unfortunate. You know what? Yeah. That, that. I think there's this our 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 like our travel ball circle is so small that we should not be burning other coaches. Here's you know what, and especially in the area that you're from, like that that right there. I've I've talked to this guy for years, right, on the phone. Yeah, like I said, and he's called up here and asked for Sue's assistance. You know, I mean, we we've done a lot to kind of yeah, and then you know. And not to have the sack to go ahead and call me and go, listen, man, you know, can I use this kid? Or, you know, what do you, you know, it's like, no, dude. First of all, the kid's not mine. I don't own him. No, I don't, I don't own any player. And if the player wants to go do something else, then have at it. Open, we survive yeah. every year. Yes, sir. You know, you pick yeah. up players, you lose players every year. Does some of it hurt more than mm -hmm. others? Yeah, because you go out of your way and do certain things for certain people. I think right? there's a relation. I mean, if you have a relationship with somebody, like you but said. But you can't. I know, I know. But, but the right thing to do, if anyone's listening, how it should be done, right? If one of your guys is one of the players for my team, just be like, hey, let's hold on this conversation. I'm going to call Shafe. Shafe, I'm yeah. about to have a conversation with Andrew. Yeah. He's got one too, but I want him. <laughs> you know? And then. One and a half. You know? And then I'm giving you the respect, right? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I guess. There's too many players to do that with, but you got to do it with the guys that you have a strong relationship well, with. You I can't do. just do it with everyone. But if listen, people are using your fields. They're going to be coming through here. They're going to be right. listen. They're going to be using you for listen, you know what I mean for a lot of other things. USA baseball, everything else. So that relationship goes way beyond one player. 
it, uh, we're, I, you know, again, this isn't a pat on the back. This is anything. This has just been my. This has just been how I wanted to approach this thing from the beginning. First of all, right? USA Baseball is a big piece. Of yeah. What we do. Yeah. I want to see every top talent that you can possibly see. Not one time with USA Baseball, and I see we see dudes, man. We see dudes. We have people asking us, mm-hmm. you know, hey, what you know, what's going on with CBC? Or what you can use that for a recruiting purpose. I mean, you could give them something every single time. Like, absolutely. Hey, our tryouts, man. It'd be nice to see you at our tryouts. We got Maybe a national team. You know, I mean, I, there's a yo-yo right here in town, um, you know, that uh, that's heading up one of the top organizations in the country, right? This, this yeah. area right here. Yeah. And I'm not going to blow him up. I mean, he knows who he is. And, yeah, Eventually, we've got to start blowing people up. Like, I think 2021, we just got to just like okay. take the gloves off and just blow everybody right. up. Okay. 2021. Okay. Not, okay. Not, not, not now. Not now. Not now. 2021. Relax. Relax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to go. I'm going to like spit it out. I'm going to go now. No, no, no. No, no, no. You know, we got a lot to go on. We got the election coming up next week. You just voted. You know, I hope Pedro gets in. Um, no, so I'm standing where we, we, we played a game, and I'm standing in front of the dugout, and I see this guy come across the field, and he wasn't even playing mm-hmm. us at that time, played him the next morning. Comes across the field, is talking to one of my players, and had the sack right there to go, hey, you, know, you should come over and play for us, right? So he walks away, and the kid comes up to me, and he says, um, X, Y, and Z just, you know, said I should come play for him. This off me a spot. I'm like, what? Right? I'm like, no way, right? So the next day, I'm playing this guy, and I meet him at the plate. <laughs> meet him at the plate. He's walking up to the plate. I'm already there. I'm freaking yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. guns loaded, man. I'm ready. I'm like, you piece of shit. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, you know what? You got some sack, man. That's yeah. why everybody in this area can't freaking stand you. Yep. Da, 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 da. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm like, you stood in front of my dugout yesterday and, and tried to poach one of my players? Right this is before the game? He did it the day before. This is before the game. Yeah, I'm having this conversation. Oh, the umpires are like, what the hell's going on here? I'm like <laughs> spitting. Flames are coming out of my eyes. Like, I'm going to rip this guy's head off. And he's like, I didn't do this. So I turned around. And I said, hey, you know, to the player. I'm like, did he offer you a spot yesterday? Oh, my and God. And he goes, yes, he did. I'm like, you know, I mean. Yeah. So that's, that's, what you, that's what you end up dealing with. Jeez Louise. Um, no, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's, it's a, a, you know what you got. Like I said, you got a good product and, and, and. You could, you could, just with USA Baseball alone, you could get all the top talent around, right? Because everybody want, they, they're going to want to use you to think they're going to get their foot in the door. If they play for you, that you're going to get them into yeah. you. But it's not like that, right? USA Baseball selects their own guys, and you do a service for USA That's Baseball. Right. That's all I want. And you, best players go, yes. go there. Andrew and I, Andrew's involved in that, too. One tool is involved. And, and that's what people have to understand where you could, you could use something like that to your advantage in your organization to make it so much, you know what I mean, pristine or national level just by so that we compete against those guys yeah i mean but it's, well, it's our 13 our little 13 year old team is just throttles people i know you I guys mean, just they, won they, congratulations they, they, right they're good well they're we good got rained players. out oh, okay they're good players you know i mean our 2023 group solid group how projectable pretty projectable and if those guys stick together like that 13 year old team right if they stick together for the next four years when mm-hmm. they're 17 you they're going to be phenomenal yeah. but the problem is that you know people just they, they think we'll that, yeah you i know. mean it'd be nice we've had you know it's, it's always it's always fun because we've had we've had families that have stayed through the whole through the and it's been up and down on, yeah. some, on some some years you know you kind of you patch it together some years and then other years you go ahead and uh you know you, you roll out with dudes and um you know or the pieces don't completely match, but you know you've teach, taught these kids how to compete and how to get after it. Um, the best compliment as a coach that you could get, or I could get, or Andrew, could get, any coach, right, is when a player leaves your 
leaves your nest or, or your team and walks into a high school field or goes into college, they know how to play the game. And yeah. those coaches don't have to like rebuild them up yeah. and say, hey, you don't even know how to run the Listen, bases that's, correctly. That's part of what we'll talk about on projectability because, yep. you know, the, the, these notes that I've taken down, it's just, you know, college, college coaches, college recruiters, and we'll get to that point, look for people that have been coached by the right people. Yes. You know what I mean? Because there's a learning curve when you get in. It's amazing how many kids we get that don't understand how the game is to be, supposed to be played. And you do not have to be the greatest player in the world. And I'm a perfect example of that, right? You have to be the greatest player in the world to elevate through this game and get a chance to play in the big league at some point. Just you know, know like I said, you know, I'm, I'm emailing Curtis Grandison with the Players Alliance, um, you know, because we're trying to get the players to be involved with our facility and things like that. And, you know, and one of the things, I, you know, I said to, to Curtis was that, listen, man, I, I didn't possess your talent, you know, but I grinded, mm -hmm. you know, and I would put my grind against your grind any day, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what, you know, that's, that's what we're doing now. And that's what the guys that we have, you know, on certain levels is they may, we may walk onto the field and you, and you're watching that group over there like loose and get one, get warmed up. Right. And you're like, dude, look at the size of that kid. Look at the arm in this kid. Look at him catch, throw it smooth. It's athletic, whatever. And then, you, you know, you look at our guys and go, okay, we're not as big, you know, we're not as big, we're not as whatever. And then we step on the field game time and we beat them. Mm -hmm. Our guys know how to run pickoffs. They know how to run bunt defenses. They know how to way to be on the field. Our outfielders know to throw the ball. They understand situational baseball. You know, not every base hit to the outfield with a man on second base is you got to throw him out at home. That's we right. got to keep the guy off second base. You know, our guys, so we, we you know, we, we have this. So those kids, like you're saying, will step into college and now they got to be taught in college. Like, that's not, you know, that's not good because that takes time away from yeah. the development of the program. So right. many guys that, that could throw 92, 93, 94, right? Yeah, that's God-given ability. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That's phenomenal that you could do it. But can yeah. they pitch? Can they pitch backwards? Yeah. Can they get ahead? Can they work the count? Can they save some stuff in the reserve tank when they need it later on? Yeah. Yeah. You know, these guys just go out there trying to throw 94 mm -hmm. from the first pitch to the, the 80th pitch. Well, all right. So Tuesday, November 3rd, CBC tryouts. Go to cbcbaseball.net if you want to register or you want to just put your name in the hat and for information later on. We are going to hold um, makeup tryouts, people that can't be there, and then we're going to probably hold another full tryout. Uh, we're also going to hold a hybrid tryout with the Royals. Okay. Um, so we'll have our home to, our homeschool team mm -hmm. and, uh, and our CBC group to... Uh, uh, to try out, so you know we'll we'll fill the we'll fill the pieces that don't come in mm -hmm. that, or that leave or or want to change. We always do, um, you know. You know yeah, and it, you know it's interesting about CBC compared to a lot of these of these other organizations is you can first of all they charge one hundred twenty five dollars for some of these tryouts. Well, if I try it, what are you getting for the tryout for one hundred twenty five dollars? A chance to try out. What? Oh my god! Yeah. So. Um, so um, wait, how much does it cost to run a tryout? First of all, I mean, if you get oh, it does. It's, like, you know, I mean, you got to release the field if you, you know, I mean, you lease the field and get your staff out there. It's 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 not a lot, but there's expense to it. There's expense to everything you do in baseball. There's nothing. Nothing happens free anymore. It just it can't be because you're charged for everything that you do. But I mean, 125. We, so even though we sit out here with Nothole, we you know when we run a BIC tournament or we do a BIC event, we pay Nothole. Yeah. You know, we pay Nothole for the facility, and this is a college field, so it's you know it's. It's over a thousand dollars a day to you know to, to lease the field, but that's that's how it goes, you know. It's and we're happy to do it. I mean, because it's our field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's like the guy that owns he's paying himself rent. Um, so it 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 goes there. So um, yeah, those tryouts are this week. We 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 boosted yesterday, didn't we, Andrew? Mm -hmm. And we got some we got some serious attention. Um, we're one team per age group. Don't want to deceive anybody, you know. 
We're not one of these organizations that have a, multiple B, C, teams and, and this guy's name and that guy's name and this color and that color where, you know, you're going to go and, you know, you got a check that's good. We'll find you. A team. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't work that way. No. You know, it's, you know, it's, you know, we, we, we want the better players, but we also, we want the attention given to the kids by the guys with all the experience, you being one of them. You know, Andrew, another one. Um, you know, if we go down the list, we got myself, John Ennis, Ross Glow, Dusty Wathens around here quite a bit. Um, you know, four guys with major league backgrounds. Right. Dusty's the actually the third base coach at the uh, Phillies. The Phillies, Kevin Martia, Tim Kirk, Chris Clare, minor league time. Um, uh, you know, Martia is a coach now in the Yankees organization. He's a hitting coach, probably one of the better hitting coaches in the city, if not one of the one. He is one of the better hitting coaches in the city. So if you're looking for lessons. Reach out to CBC and Sue, or I'll connect you with Kevin. Um, you know, Tim Kirk has our, our carving station program. So we have a program that's built specifically for pitchers. So when pitchers show up here on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they go through their workout. They don't stand here and shag just for their guys. Yep. Um, you know, so, it, you know, we're, diff we're different in that, in that sense is that, you know, we're not going to go four teams wide. And, you know, and, and just it's, it's the teams we have to make money with, but it's not the money for us here when it comes to our teams you know we have a lot of guys that we've scholarship mm -hmm. through you deserve a chance foundation which we're very proud of which buy a brick from not because part of the proceeds go to udacf or you can buy a chair back yep. yeah here um you know we're gonna that'll help us uh finish off the stadium seating how cool and is that you name and be on a brick or a chair back for years yeah. to come whatever you want to put on the brick too Man. Vote for Pedro. Vote. <laughs> well, and all the people that have very nice things to say about Shay, if you could buy a brick and put it on the brick. Okay, no bricks will be sold. <laughs> change, change that on. Change that marketing tool right there, dude. <laughs> so let's. Uh, I want to get to this other part, man, because I'm. You know, I'm. We're, we're in that. We're in that point right now where we're doing evals, right? We do evals for all of our for for our kids in our organization and. You know, the evals for the younger guys are a little more condensed. You know, it's, it's the basic stuff. Yeah. The evals that I put out are pretty, pretty extensive. You know, I talk about just, you know, not just very primary leads, secondary leads. I talk about steel leads, jumps, you know, and yeah. I, go down the, I go down the list with everything, where your weaknesses are, where your strengths are. And then in terms when you're putting this stuff out, you have to talk about somewhat where they project. Yep. You know, or how they're going to project into the next level, yep. right? Yep. So, you know, you know projectability is... Um, it, it's, it's a matter of how you see somebody down the road. Projectability isn't even a word. You know what I mean? It's the comp that you've seen a player beforehand that you could say, hey, this player's got the same tools at the same age that you see five or six years down the road. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's, that, you know, that's kind of what, yeah. I mean, you want to see, do you project this kid to be something special at the next level? Mm -hmm. Do you project a kid like um, Andrew Craddock, right? I mean, if he stays on track and he's got the body, he's got the size and all this other stuff, you project him to be a draft pick. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you project other guys to be, okay, listen, you know, you're not what a Vanderbilt or a Clemson or somebody, you know, a Wake Forest or, you know, an ACC, SEC school is looking for. You don't project there, okay? So stop trying to compare yourself to the guys that are going there yeah. and projecting yourself into that situation because it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's tough. You know, and so you have to, you know, so we have to project and say, okay, listen, man, you know, y y your range is not where it is. Your body size is not where it's going to be. You know, I, I see your parents are not the biggest people in the world. You know, you're kind of slow bat here. You know, your bat speed that fits, uh, you know, a, a, 
a different division than a right. division one. I don't want to say where, because um, you can't even say that about D2 anymore because these are some, some freaking D1s. dudes, yeah, man. There's some dudes going on, right? That's right. Um, so, you know, you, you got to look at all these different things to project these kids, and, and you got to convince the, the, the parents that, you know, this is what we do. I mean, we've seen, I mean, I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to play with Hall of Famers. I've yeah. seen the greats. I've also been in a the, in the situation where I've watched guys that came through the minor leagues with me, and I've watched them change. Yep. Right? right? Yep. So, you take, we, take, we take certain kids. We talk about skill set, right? And we used to, and, and compare them, and you put them on the small field. You put them on the small field, and you have the small field legends, right? You have that big donkey kid. He's a first baseman. The field's tiny. and 500 all bat. Oh, and he's just, you know, yeah. he's bombing, and everybody thinks this is the second coming, right? Yep. But you're looking at this little kid that's moving like a cat. He's playing low. He's doing everything right with his hands. He's having good ABs, but he can't drive the ball out of the infield yet. That kid is more projectable than the than small the kid, field, than than the the small field out, legend. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, and, and you see that going through. So parents, you know, you can't compare the kids to, you gotta compare it to the right level. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a difficult conversation. Well, I, cause I think, uh, you know, all the coaches that you mentioned can do what you're talking about, right? Can project, can see the future as far as, you know what I mean? The skill set is if they keep developing, where they're gonna be. But the parents, are looking at what's in front of them right now, right? They're looking at Jimmy and they're looking at their son and they're like, why are, you know what I mean? I'm better than him or, you know, he's better. You know, they just can't see, you know, with hard work, you know what I mean? Or, hey, he's like a small fellow legend. They say, hey, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't got to work anymore. I don't got to listen to anybody, yeah. you know? So it's a matter of they just hit a wall, you know what I mean? They just, they just plateau and that's it. And once they get 13, 14, the game just outgrows them and they, they, yeah, we they're see, over. No, we, can, we can see kids on the, uh, you know, in our high school showcase. It's like, listen, dude, you, you're close to the top yeah. right now of where you're going to get. Because, yep. you know, you, you're not a fast twitch guy. Your arm strength isn't it. Now, there's certain things that you can change and help to help your projectability. Yeah. Right? Work on it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to work on it. But, you know, you can, you can look at a kid and you can go, Geez, you know, like, you know, I'm looking, we got, we got a little center fielder on a 2023 team, right? Kid showed up from California. And um, I first saw him, I'm like, okay, undersized, you know, probably not very physical. Bat him ninth, bat him tenth. Now he leads off for me. I play him, you know, as much in center field as a, as a gamer. He's like, oh my God. And he plays bigger than his biggest body. And his dad's got good size. So he's going to. So I haven't seen his mom, but, you know, it's, you know, he's projecting to be. Yeah, you know, pretty damn good. So right now, people look at him and go, "Oh, you know," and they look away. And in two years, this kid gets physical and he puts a little more. He, you know, so he, he hits changer. puberty. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're like, "Who's the kid in center field?" I'm like, "That's the kid we've been telling you about for three years." Yep. Well, that's um, the thing that these kids, a lot of kids are hitting puberty at 11, 12. That you know, what I mean, just big. You know, what I mean, they five, seven, five, eight, and that's it's, it. It's you know, across the board. I got so I'm doing the evaluation. I've got a first baseman here. He's out of Columbia. Um, same thing. Last year was kind of under physical. You know. He had great actions, you know, good first baseman, um, left-handed stick, was going oppo a little, you know, more, you know, yeah. just kind of not really, just feeling you know, it, but, yeah. you, but he, he was really good in the field. So, yeah. you know, he kind of, so he batted him lower in the order. This year he starts to show up and he's more physical. You can see his legs getting thicker mm-hmm. and it wasn't because he was just gaining weight and that was genetics. His, you know, his, his mom's in great shape. His dad's in good shape. You know, you can see that they were, you know, athletes and, or, yeah. you know, I don't know if the mom was an athlete, but she's got an athletic body. The right. dad was definitely an athlete. Um, so that helps too, right? Because you're in, you're in that environment and, you know, you know that it's going to happen. But this kid shows up this year 
And every week, it seems like he's a little bit more physical. You know, he's a bit taller. You know, he's starting to fill out his, you know, legs fill out first. Yeah, legs and butt. Yeah, they fill out first. You know, and if they go wide, you're in trouble. If they start they to gotta tighten go up, up and go high, yep. you know. That's what, and that's a, that's a projectability, right? That's what we right. see. So right. we look at that, right? People yeah. are like, what are you talking about, wide and up? Yeah. Like, if a kid's butt is going up, you, you know he's got more in the tank and he's, mm-hmm. he's an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. And if he's going wide, it's like, oh, you know what? We yeah. got to do something and we got to work on that. So, so that's physical size, right? Yep. Then you talk about baseball experience. Yep. Okay, so now a college recruiter calls in and he says, tell me about Andrew One Tool Zyke. Well, I'm not, you know, I, I, you know, I, I know Andrew. Yeah, dude, <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, you know, we had Andrew two or three years ago. Um, I know him. I've seen him play, whatever. He's on his fourth team. Yeah. You know, and now the college. Like, There's uh, a red flag. Red flag. Okay, so that, that's, yep. part of the proje- yep. that's part of the projectability of a player because the guy goes, okay, if I get him here, in a four-year program, and he's not going to play year one. He's out. He may not play here year two. Bye-bye, right? He's exactly. going to tra- transform me. He's year two, he won't even make it a year not two. Not going to allow me the opportunity to develop, yeah. right? So okay. why would you invest in a kid that's already it's got a track exactly record? Exactly right. So, and what the other side of it is, parents go like, why would you tell somebody that? You have to be you honest. Have to. Absolutely. Listen, these guys are grinding out there. These college recruiters are grinding out there for no money whatsoever. Yep. I mean, they're they're pure love of the game, right? I mean, there's no money in in, in being an assistant coach in baseball. Nope. Okay. And even the majority of guys, there's no real money in being a head coach in baseball. Not life changing money. You know, maybe comfortability money where you yeah. can you know you get a nice car and it's you know and you live in a house and. That's, you know, yeah. raise your kids and, you know, hopefully you got a little savings when it's all said and done. But you're not mm-hmm. busting the bank like a football coach or a basketball player, yeah. right? Yep. So, um, you know, the, that's part of, you know, you know, why we have to be honest with these people. You because, you know be. what, I can't, I can't buffalo this guy. I don't need this guy fired because he listened to me about a kid that didn't belong somewhere. That's right. You're um, as good as your last guy you recommend. I mean, listen, if you burn a guy, yeah. you're done. Like, guy's never going to trust you again. So, if, yeah. you, if you're honest... And just sometimes honesty is the Listen, best policy. And again, it's, it's, this isn't an exact science. You know, projecting on kids it's tough. and recruiting is like calling the weather. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, like last week we called, we called the weekend. You know, we called Sunday. Now, we did the right thing because the rain came later in the day. and We probably could have played in the morning. But, you know, the this, this storm's tracking at me. And it looks bad, man. It looks like, oh. So I'm like, that's it. We're done. You know, off. So the same thing with a player, right? You're looking at this player and you're going, Ooh, man, this looks good. It's going to yeah. be good. It's going to yeah. be good. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, at the next level, it doesn't put in the time. It doesn't want. Oh, it doesn't want it anymore. And then it just craps the bed. Yeah. So that's part of it too. That's you know, that's mental makeup. But so you, that's your current. So your current physical maturity is how. Where are you right now? Yeah. And different universities, different divisions, different people have different levels of of what they're looking for in projectability. Like at Vanderbilt, I'm looking for the fully polished kid that's a D1 guy. That's a, that's a year that, one guy. That's, that's a walking year, in. That's, that's a year in. one guy going to change the program. That's right. Probably drafted out of high school. The majority um, of the SEC, ACC schools want that guy that they're projecting right. that's going to walk in that first year. Mm-hmm. Those guys aren't really giving you two to three years because they're expecting right. you to be drafted after so, your second year to be out. So that they want you to be walking in to a Clemson or so that's why they over recruit in yeah. situations you know, Absolutely. people like oh you know it's it sucks that they over recruit and they bring more guys in like a 35 man roster to bring 45 guys in but these guys are the freshmen they're going to say listen dude you know it's not going to happen you might want to transfer out right but they don't know who's going to get drafted yeah so they they're, they're recruiting these kids that are coming in didn't just get recruited that year because if you're an SEC ACC guy you're probably recruiting two or three years before oh, yeah. they're yeah. you know even 
done with high school. I would say those coaches have the hardest job than a, a, a mid-major, they right? Got, they got, I think they got the easier job. No. I the, could, the reason why, here's the reason why. Because you know what? It's like, it's like if I'm going to go fishing, right? And I'm going to go to this little tiny pond and I have all these fish, yeah. right? And I'm going to catch a fish. I don't like him. I throw him back in, right? Yeah. I catch a big fish, keeping that one. So you're bringing as much in as you possibly can and you're going to be able to weed it out and send guys. Now, there's guys well, that they send guys out that end up at, at San Jack or yeah. guys that end up in all these, you know, these Juco places. So it's easier to recruit, in my opinion. Well, that's when they could at the, at yeah. the SEC, ACC. But so, level. so that, yeah. So in a perfect world, when they could recruit a guy and they know to get in the guy, right? Yes. Like they've recruited a ton. But those guys, the, the majority, I would say 75 to 80 percent of the SEC, ACC guys that they're recruiting are draft guys. They don't know if sure. they're going to lose them right. in the draft. So if those guys only recruit eight to nine guys and they lose six guys in the draft, the draft sure. they got two guys coming in next year. Right. So they have to go 18, 19 right. because that's their job on the line. No, the, they, the fans don't want to hear that they're you. Still, they're still right there, though. They're oh, yeah. Still, yeah. Still, no. that, so they have to recruit with, with, my point being, an abundance of high-level players. Yeah. Right? Because, because you're going to lose some. But you start to move into the mid-majors and the D2s and all that other stuff. Now, that becomes really difficult because it's high projectability. Yes. Right? You can go out and see uh, Butterworth, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at this kid's skill set. That's the off, shortstop, right? Off the charts, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally off the charts. Hand action, feet, everything. Little tiny dude, right? So you got to take, take the chance on this guy and project that he's going to put on 15, 20, 25 pounds of beer. The size of a Dustin Pedroia, you know, physically, uh, an Altuve. The kid, the kid from uh, the kid from uh, Oregon that was uh, what a second pick in the draft two years ago. Yeah, I mean now he's in the big leagues. Yeah. I mean the kid was like five six, but a hit. So you ask that, you know, you're looking at that kid at 15, 16, 17. You're like five six, 160 yeah. pounds. I'm Listen, not going to give him a shot. I'm, 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 you know, I'm that guy. I'm the, there's yeah. nobody looking out at the field at me going. But when I get to Maryland. You know, uh, the head coach of Maryland looks at me and goes, well, you know, what can you do? <laughs> and my father said he can run, he can throw. He's a baseball he player. He can field. Yeah. You're going to knock the bat out of his hands the first year. But mm-hmm. so, and that's what happened. But I, I was fortunate enough to start at Maryland, you know, in my first, I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. The guy that was ahead the year before got drafted and went to the draft and here, again, here I show up and go. But, you know, you got you to project down the road. Okay, you have this skill set, right? Is he going to be draftable by the time he's a junior? You know, what can we do to make this guy better? better so you right. had all the pieces there. You just didn't have the physicality. So they project on that. So that's what happens with, you know, the Division two guys and Division, you know, the Division three guys and but the JUCOs and the NAIs is that they have to look at a player and they have to be more of a visionary than the ACC, SEC schools because they're getting to develop kids. They're getting to physically oh, mature yeah, kids. No doubt. Yeah. And, and, and they also have to be, they also have to like connect to the parent to make yeah. them realize where they belong because every parent let's 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 speak the truth every parent thinks their kid is the sec acc guy right yeah. but the realis- realization of it is that not hey a chance there's a- you know what i mean there's yeah. it's 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 not in the cards listen not even not even mid-major, and there's nothing wrong with that not even mid-major d1 guys it's like listen i know you want to go to the school i know it has your major i know that you think you can play there but you know what and you don't you don't you want to get upset with me when i've played at this level and i've seen players what it looks like the, and you're and then you work down and i played in the acc you know, and I've, I've seen players that, you know, I, I, I travel down to South Carolina, I travel down to Clemson, I travel down to, you know, I go up to App, you know, and I watch and I see the differences and all that other stuff. But, you know, you don't want to hear what I have to say. No. So you're going to pick up and you're going to go. And, yeah. that, and, that, and, that, and that, becomes, that becomes a point. Um, 
So, you know, current skill set, current physical maturity, here's, here's a big piece, emotional maturity, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So we deal with babies all the time, man. We, yep. we, you know, some kids, are, some kids are mentally mature. They handle the, they handle the constructive criticism. Yep. They handle the failure because this game is full of it. You know, they handle the losses. They, they, they do the right things in terms of bouncing back. Okay, what do I have to do to get better? And then you got the guy that wants to go sit at the end of the dugout and put his head between yep. his knees. And, and that may be the best player on your team. And that's the, right? that's the one that's going to that's the one that's going to hurt your team when it comes to crunch time. Listen, because one it's selfish and two it's you know it's just like you don't have you don't have the makeup to endure this game because you're going to fail a lot. Yes. Yes. You're going to fail a lot. So you better you better make sure that you have that thing that you have that thing right. And and, and the emotional makeup also has a lot to play with not not just on the 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 the, the powdering or you know what I mean the the, the 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 negative side of it, right? Has a lot to do with the, the confidence and yeah, how, how strong true. a kid like walks on the field and then it also has a play with how well he handles you know what I mean like the the coach like every coach wants a guy to walk on the field yeah. and be a dude right like you want that guy like when we're doing you're doing triads on Tuesday you get 10 guys that walk out there that look like they belong there you want them but then it's a matter of where does the coach check his ego later on when you got those dudes right or say hey this is what I wanted this is what I recruited now I'm trying to knock him down so he could now he could be a little bit less confident and everything else because they're trying to build him up. Sure. So it's a, it works. yeah, they want to see. So it's a matter of the player has got to take that. So I tell, I tell our guys, listen, man, you can't you can't show anybody your emotion. I mean, yep, you can get excited right. about it, but you know what? If you boot a ball, you can't bury your head. Mm -mm. You can't if you you know if you have if you punch out, you can't slam your helmet. You can't do that. Now I say that, and I did that, right? Yeah, you know? we all. Yep. But not not as much as people think I did. I mean, I played with a different level of aggression than, than most. Well, people. Well, at that level but, where you was at, it's a it's a it's a job now. It's a job. Yeah, it's a job. It's, it's, it's totally different. You know, you, know? No, you know, no excuses for you know throwing helmets and bats and things like that. Like you know, I wasn't going to do anything to, to hurt somebody. But you know, you have to understand that. You get this game right now. You talk about confidence, right? You have to be confident enough to go. Okay, you got me now, dude. Okay, or I screwed that up. But guess what? I'm not screwing up the next one. I got three more bats. That's a level of confidence yeah. that you know, and it, it's that swag. So you take these dudes, right? That go play in these high showcase yep. environment teams and all that, and they throttle everybody, mm -hmm. right? They they play from the worst team to the mid grade team to a good team, and they beat up on everybody, and they think they're it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then you stick them in that environment. Where everybody, everybody was it, right? Yep, yep. And now one of those it's outworks you. One of those it's are more confident than you. Yep. One of those it's will mind mess you. That's right. You know, and then what happens? Then you're not you, it. And then, and I see them come through. Not that, again, I don't knock D2 at all. I love D2 baseball because I think it's, it's a high level baseball. But you see these guys now floating in these different programs, whether it's a uh, mid-major D1 or, you know, uh, the highest D1. It could, be a, it could be a power five, whatever. And all of a sudden, they're not playing, you know. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they're like little sheep. They're like, yeah. hey, hi, coach, yeah. whatever. Like, what happened to the dude, man? And that's What, what the happened coaches... to the chick magnet that yep. thought, you know, this is all going to happen? And that's what coaches want to see, right? They want to see you face adversity and get knocked down, right? They don't want to see you stay down. They want to see you get knocked down and work your way back up no, and stand tall. I, every time, man. I, and I, I get to tell this to Dylan all the time. And Dylan does a really good job of it. Is that like, listen, you had to pop up in the infield. I want to see you stand on second base. Absolutely. You should be, get, you should be blow pulling it up. out. That's man, right. right? Okay? Absolutely. You, you just blow it. Just, it. The third outs may be the first one out of the dugout. Always. On the field, right? Always. 
You know, I mean, show that you're different because stand out. You got to separate, and Dylan Dylan stands out with his with his with his talents. But you know what? Now separate yourself out of those other guys that are talented. That's right. You know, I, I mean, I, I tell I've told this story before, but I'm starting to feel with Omar Vizquel that's got 11 gold gloves and is going to be in the Hall of Fame, right? And he comes up, and I think I'm going to be the starting shortstop going <laughs> forward. And you know, he shows up, and he's in the starting lineup. And you know, I don't know who Vizquel is because I hadn't been in the minor leagues much at all with uh, with Seattle. I was in the big leagues. And uh, so we're standing out there, and I'm 30 years old or whatever, and he's 21, 22. And, uh, you know, I look at him, and I said, dude, guess what, man? I said, the only reason you're playing is because you're younger than me. I'm better than you. Right? <laughs> that worked on 9 out of 10 guys that I ever played with. You broke them. Uh, but, I crushed but, but, them. Crushed them. Like, listen, dude, you, you, you know, you're good, but guess what? I'm better. Yeah. And they think, you know, they think they're joking in the beginning, but in my mindset, it's like, no, dude, I'm better than you. And you got to have that mindset. I'm better than you. That's right. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's the, the emotional side, the mindset. And I want to get through these. So the show may go a little bit longer, but this is, you know, this is good. the mindset of a kid that wants to work through that. So I do show up on a field or I show up at a level. I start to move up in the organizations and, um, and all of a sudden you're there and I start to see like, oh, my God, this kid is good, you know. So I could sit back and go, well, I'm just happy to be here. No, I'm coming to the park earlier tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to lift. I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to go study video. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to make sure that, I get my opportunity. When I get my opportunity, I'm going to succeed in my opportunity. Now, that opportunity that I succeeded in may not be given back to me for a while. Yeah. But you know what? The next time he has to think, you know, uh, you know, I sit in Seattle with Jimmy Lafever. I used to mess with Jimmy all the time. He was <laughs> the, the manager. So, you know, obviously, I, I, I hit well in the minor leagues. I didn't have great numbers in the big leagues, but I never really hit. I was a defensive yeah, replacement. Yeah. I got there for a reason. So every time a pinch hit situation would come up, Jimmy would be at the end of the dugout, you know, and he'd be looking at pinch hit situation. Everybody on the bench is sitting back like this. I would lean forward and like, and he'd, like, and he'd go like this. <laughs> he'd, he'd bump me back. That's but, funny. But, you know, that's, but that's the mindset. The mindset is I'm going to be as good as I can possibly be to the day I'm done hang, playing this game. Absolutely. And hang, and hang up my cleats. And you got to find that. And that has to be relayed to these coaches. It's like, listen, this kid is going to grind it out for you. You know, you may not see something now. But, you know, but you know, you better at, at the end of the se- at the end of the season, you're going to look at the statistics. You're going to look at your wins and losses. You're going to go, "Holy cow, this kid was on the field and was 16 games over 500, right?" And he's done X, Y, and Z. I didn't even see that coming. Nope. But he helps you win. Right. He's he he's he's that dude. At the end um, of the day, if someone's going to help you win, no matter what size, form, whatever color, whatever race, yep. that's the guy you want in the lineup every day, day in and day out. So the work ethic, mindset, work ethic, they go, they go hand in hand. Um, athleticism. You got to yeah. be an athlete, dudes. You the can't, way you move, you know, the way you bounce. I, I, I got to say, if, if, if you're not a complete athlete, scratch off D1. Yep. Unless you're just a big donkey first baseman that has good bat speed and can that drop, can drop yeah. 25 tanks a year, you know, forget it. You yeah, know what? Right. Because they're looking for athletes because the game at has those changed. levels is fast. Yes, yeah. fast. And, and you have to play multiple positions. So you got to move things around and they got to, you know, it's, it's different. It's, it's different. It, it, it's a different level, man. It's click, click off the bat. I mean, it's, it's interesting when you watch a big league game and a guy hits a ground ball and he throws a guy out at first, you know, by, by three or four steps. That's under four seconds. That's, that's how fast it's 90 going. across the diamond, that ball out the yeah, hand is like, it's point like click, eight. click. Yep. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's different. So if you're not an athlete and somebody says, listen, you're slow twitch, you don't run a sub seven, you know, your, you know, your arm strength is a little bit below, you know, your, your first to third time is not as good as it should be. You're not a D1 player. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's these tangible measurements that you have to have to be considered a, a Division One player. And that, and, and, that, and that goes to the show of the 60-yard dash, right? Everybody says, why did they measure the 60-yard dash in baseball? I think that's an athleticism, right? If you could break 7-0, hey, you got something there. Like, you got some fast twitch. I mean, it's not, right. the, it's not right. the end all, right? right. It's not by right. no means yeah. saying, oh, this guy could run a 6-5, 6 60. He's a yeah. great baseball player. But if you're running a 7-8. That is, that, that is a sign of athleticism. Yeah. That, that's definitely a sign of athleticism. So it's showing some type you of. Know, because you, can be, you don't have to be the most athletic guy, and you can be a good base runner. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? You can, you can understand how to take the extra base. You can anticipate third balls. You can, yeah. You know, you can read. Pitchers with big leg kicks, and you know, there's different. You'll be a good base runner, but you're right. The 60 will tell you that you're an athlete, yes, not an athlete. Exactly. You know, we run the 30. In uh, I could run with, the 30 with, right with now. US, I, could, I couldn't. I'd call a cab <laughs> at 15. I'd, I'd be like, taxi, <laughs> Uber, Uber, Uber. Where are you? Um, so you know, that's the athleticism, coachability, man. No, that's okay? key right there. Coachability. You know, parents get. If, if, you, if you're comfortable with the coach and you think that there's a level there that you don't have, and some parents can't even accept that. Yep. You know, they're, you know, they're a lawyer, they're whatever, they, and they're, but, you know, but I played baseball when I was you know, in high school. I was a state champ. <laughs> you know, but you know, my, my, my point is if, if, if you don't, if you don't trust the coaches that you have to make you a kid better, it's not about the wins and losses all the time. You know, everybody goes out there to compete and win, That's right. you know, do whatever. But if, if your kid is getting better or he's learning this game, then you better leave him alone. Yep. Okay. This, yep. And this, and this game is, is it's 70% failure where, yeah. you know what, there's going to be a lot of failure that you have to trust the coaches during the bad yeah. and the good. It can't yeah. always be good where you love the coach when he's starting, Listen, he's man, hitting. And, you know, so you have dudes, right? You have dudes on the field, and you have coaches that are afraid to say something to them because they're going to leave. They're going to leave, and they're going to, you know. It's like, I, I, you know, listen, I've coached Huck Wathen's kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I've coached other big league guys' kids. I've coached minor league guys' kids. You know, and, and listen, I don't care. When you're in that dugout, you know. You're a baseball player. You, you do something wrong, you're going to hear about it. You're going to know about it. That's right. And you better, you know, you better get your attitude together because I'm coming from this level, giving you the knowledge that's going to help you get to that level. You know, so you want to you wanna stare me down? Stare me down, dude. Okay, I'll sit you down. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, everybody's worried about their check and everybody's worried about, oh, this guy's not, you know, I need this money. Um, you know, so I, I don't want to lose this player because he's the best player here. Listen, dude, there's no great player until you get to the Hall of Fame. Yep, that's right. Then you're a great player. You're a good player. There's good players in the big leagues. There's not great players in the big leagues. Well, you're, you're, you know? your teammates. I mean, I, mean, I would say there are great players. There's good players and great players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But along the way, you go through the situation here. There's, you know, there's... You got dudes, but guess what? You know, it, it, interesting. Um, Carl Nichols put this, I forget how many years, it might have been 2014, 2015, 2013 maybe. Top 40 perfect game selections. How many are in the big leagues? We talk about perfect in the showcase. Rankings. Top 40 in 2013. Uh, not many. Two in the big leagues, five tickled it, the rest are gone. Really? Well, that's the thing. It's it's a matter of you know what if you're chasing that perfect game acceptance, you're you're not doing it for the right reasons. You know what you got to just hey, we're we're about each year getting better. You know what I mean? Being a coach, I mean that that was the best one, coachability. Like you know what I mean? Is your is your kid developing and is he growing and is he getting better year after year? You better you better trust the fact that the guy that has your kid knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, we can go down the road in Rock Hill. I'll give you four freaking hitting instructors that don't know jack, and they're <laughs> teaching your kid right now. Okay. Promise you, okay? Going to Charlotte, there's probably there's, more than that that don't know Jack that's teaching your kid. That's right. Okay? 
or teaching them how to play the game, how to take a lead. What's a secondary lead? Why are we, why are we deep? Why are we, you know, you know, how are you supposed to be backing up? Why are we going here? Why are we throwing this pitch in the dirt? You know, you don't have that. You're not getting that. Then you're not getting the value for what, right. you're, what you're paying. That's you're right. You're just getting a uniform that has this cool name across the thing. And you're going to stand around and say, yeah, my kid plays on this team and that team. And, you know, or you're going to wear the hat around and people are going to go, you must be a dude. And really, you're a dud. <laughs> you hey, know? listen, at the end of the day, it's not about what you wear in a shirt. It's about, you know what I mean? What are you, you getting better? Are you getting better at the end of the day? Yeah. Are you getting prepared to go into the next level of when you leave, whatever coach you leave and you walk into the next program are you going to be the guy that the coaching will be like man this guy knows how to play yeah. and i don't gotta i don't i don't gotta baseball aptitude yep. is a big piece of yep. what's doing because you can make more mental mistakes on the field and hurt a team than you can really physical mistakes oh absolutely okay? physical because we could get over because you're going to put athletes out there eventually yep. and the physicals are going to minimize at some point yeah right? it's going to happen but you put the you put the the mental midgets out there and you know they're getting picked off they don't know how many outs there are they're trying to take the make the first making the first out of, or third out of third base on a ball that's in front of them they're doing you know you're doing stupid things like that you're gonna you're gonna damage your team and you're gonna get yourself because those are the parts that i just like i want to pull my hair out like yeah right. dude that's that's not acceptable okay you got a bad hop a ball you threw it away that's you're human that's gonna happen that's right but the mental part is you better be you better be astute and you better be prepared to win games with your mind as, as well as your uh, and you got to have the coach that's going to let you grow mentally as well there's a lot of i mean I, I see it at the high school level there's so many high school coaches in the area that that control so much of the game where they got these kids going as robots they're robots, yeah. they're robots station to station yeah. and then when it comes time to crunch time where the game gets tight where the guy where the player has to step up and think outside the box or you know what i mean take yeah. the extra base they're so scared to even make a move because that high school coach has so much control where they rather not fail and please the high school coach then take a chance and get the glory as far as you know helping them win
Welcome, go.